All right. Here's a quick, quick pre-pod question. One move you make, Portland becomes 2022 champs. What's the move? Oh, one move. One move. Hmm. I'll chime in. I'll chime in. Yeah, what's yeah, 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 you go first. Injure all of the other basketball teams and just have <laughs> Portland to be the one. That's Let's stand. go. 2022 champs, Portland. Here we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, most people will probably say Simmons to, to the Blazers right now. I'm saying MB to the Blazers. Confirmed. <laughs> Two uh, champs. Let's go for Robin Hood, right? <laughs> yep. For for Rodney Hood. No, I'm Robin calling him Robin Hood now. Robin Hood, Robin Robin Hood. Hood who plays yeah. for the rat. We trade. We trade <laughs> Rodney Hood from the Raptors to uh, the Sixers, and we get Embiid. That's the deal. Let's go. Don't even put it in the trade machine. We don't even need to do that, man. Fuck it. Money works. <laughs> Money works because I say it work, and this is. Uh, this is Money Talk with Secret Junk's podcast. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Two-step, two-step, punch your friend in the face. And we're back on, baby. Welcome. Yes, sir. To the, uh, I don't know. What are we calling this? Weekend roundup? Yeah, yeah. Playoff roundup? Play Playoff ra- roundo. It, we are the playoff rondos of the DIY podcast. Yes, sir. Let's go. I'm, I'm Tyler. We got Ralph. Hello. And we got Greg. Greg here. Question for you guys. We started this podcast in a pandemic. Would you consider mm-hmm. our podcast Pandemic P? No, we're pandemic playoff Ooh. Ooh, we're playoff P? Yeah, we're playoff P. Come on, you think nice. we're, we think we're no, pandemic it was a question. No, 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 it was a question. It was a question for you two. I didn't have any say in that answer. <laughs> Look, there's no question. There's only an answer. And, that, <laughs> and, and that's, that's it. And that's it. That's it. Dame hitting a 30-footer on, on Pandemic P, waving goodbye. And that's our <laughs> podcast, baby. Wait, we're, we're pandemic P? No, no, we're Dame. Oh, oh. Dame. we're Dame time. No, oh, gotcha. My life, I live on Dame time. Well, I'll I'm, be honest. I'm not Dame time today. I'm what 35 minutes late at this podcast. <laughs> yeah, a little, <laughs> a little late, a little well, late. Well, Dame time usually happens within the last like four, four minutes of the 40. Yeah, about four, so about four minutes. Good, yeah, so <laughs> you're still within Dame time. Yeah, usually we'd be wrapping up right now. So. <laughs> Just in Let's time go. for Dame Time, baby. Let's go. <laughs> it's well, Dame Time uh, somewhere. That's for it's, sure. Yeah. Oh, man, that needs to be a shirt. That's Dude, good. Bleep this section out. Bleep this section out. Let us make this shirt first. That's good. So no one yeah. else fucking takes the time. Yeah, that's good. The fucking deal. If you're listening, everything that you just heard was bleeped out, you dumb idiots. You just have to wait. You just have to wait and see what we're talking about. Yo, that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. talk after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And if we don't bleep it out, and, and if any of you fuckers steal it, I swear, I'm put you in the biggest headlock. In your I'm life. not. I'm not gonna bleep it out. The threats that we're making is scary enough. They're scary and they're legal. <laughs> legal Honestly, threats. headlocks are legal. So they are legal. So yeah. watch your fucking watch your fucking back, you nerd. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna noogie the shit out of you. Just fucking 
like the the fucking 30 to 40 of you that probably listen to this regularly i'm coming for you if you steal our idea yeah so watch out okay nice okay now yeah over threat over we're back to regular podcast time how y'all doing (laughs) (laughs) pretty good pretty pretty jazzed oh should i say pretty pretty clippers yeah Yeah, pretty pretty clippers dude pretty 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 George, right? Yes, sir. Pretty pretty tan, uh, pretty pretty man. Huh? Pretty man, that's what I am. Pretty nice. <laughs> well done. Rick, how you doing? I'm doing good good. I uh went outside and enjoyed the sun. The sun. Nice. I enjoyed the suns. Nice. That's my that's my uh pun oh, nice, for this nice. one. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well what a great what a great last few days for basketball. We had what two two game sevens. Yes, sir. Two game sixes. Yes, is that sir. right? Yeah. And a lot of uh a lot of drama. good basketball. A lot of drama. Look, I I know we've got no LeBron, no Steph Curry, but I gotta say, this has probably been one of the most exciting like playoffs in the last few years, in my opinion. Like you don't know which way it's gonna go, right? Like Totally. You think it's going to go one way, then it goes the other way, i.e. Bucks versus Nets, i.e. Jazz versus Clippers. Uh, who else? So, Six, uh, Sixers. Sixers Hawks. Hawks, yeah. And then Suns. Who did the Suns play? They were just chilling. Oh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> they were who done did they already. eliminate? Yeah, it felt like they had a whole series off. They've been <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, they played... Who's that team? Uh, nuggets. nuggets. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Damn, that was so they you swept the Nuggets. Yeah, that's, that's who you played, Tyler. <laughs> who? Bro, we weren't even in the playoffs. We took the year off. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Boyle Leonard's the 2022 champs. That's what I've been saying. You've been saying Since November. Uh, what? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> come on, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, we took a year. It's a vacation year for Dane. I want to uh, say uh, my favorite tweet so far, or by so far, I mean like the last two hours of looking on Twitter, was a uh, uh, skip, skip, whatever his fucking name is. On Bayless? Skip yeah. Bayless. Yeah, it's, it's dumbass, dude. Fucking being like, man, these playoffs are really exciting. You watching LeBron? Oh my God. Dude, he is like, <laughs> he's he is such so a hater, obsessed. dude. <laughs> I was like, oh God, it was funny to me though. <laughs> here's, a, here's a theory. Michael Jordan... Ghost writes Skip Bayless's tweets. I can see it. I, I love it. I love it. In, in in return, Skip Bayless gets exclusive Jordans. Because look, ooh, talk, talk all the shit you want about the man, but he's got great shoe game. He does. Yeah, he, he fire game. straight fire. And the only way that this motherfucker is getting those shoes is that he gave his password to Michael Jordan. Hear me out. Hear me out. Skip. How many letters is in the word Skip? And in his name, four. Mike, how many letters are in Mike? Four. Oh, four shit, two. dude. Listen, listen. Skip Bayless, Air Jordans. You can't find Air Jordans in a Payless store. Ooh. Bayless, Payless, boom. Confirmed. 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 Skip, Skip Bayless is Michael That's Jordan. Incredible. Yep. That's it. That's airtight. You can quote us here. His new nickname was Skip Payless, though. <laughs> yeah, Skip Skip Payless, more like Skip Payless with those yeah. cheap ass takes. Let's go, baby. Yeah, dude. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we, we should tweet at him right now. That is good. Got your ass. Come on. 
Yeah, you know, hold up. All right, someone someone take the reins here. I'm gonna tweet this. You're gonna blast off a tweet to skip Payless right now. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Mid pod, I love it, dude. Let's get yeah, we we gotta call them out. So that was your favorite tweet. I loved it. I loved it, man. I love that he's just using his platform to troll LeBron with his whole energy. Dude, LeBron does not care, man. He has Space Jam coming out. It's just like, I'm I'm riding pretty right now. Shoe sales is probably going to go up. Yeah, that's all he wants, man. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's trying to sell those Looney Tunes. uh, Yeah, like LeBron uh, 18s. 16s, I think. 16s, uh, yeah. see, he couldn't even make the 18s of Looney Tunes. Yeah, is he uh, are they gonna be Looney Tune shoes? Is that a thing? Yeah, they're like a Looney Tune like colorway, like, like tunes blue orange. Someone's yeah. got to buy that and just hold on to that shit for a fucking year or two. That'll I go mean, up in if money. we can we can get in line for it, yeah. Right? But goddamn, that'll be expensive in a year or two but for sure. As, as an official uh sneakers app raffle winner, I'm, feel, <laughs> I'm feeling my luck on this one. Let's go uh, get three. Three different sizes too, so we can, we'll just buy okay, it off I'll, you. I'll buy three different. I'll get three different phones. Yes, I'll get three different laptops. I'll boom. log in. Boom, boom, boom. I'll spend about six hundred bucks on these shoes. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we can flip them for fifty dollars profit. Let's go. <laughs> Plus shipping, so it's kind of just washes. Plus shipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're breaking even. But <laughs> hey, man, I get. It's still pretty I get, good. I get to say, yo, bro, I got three pairs of the LeBron Looney <laughs> brother, man. Yo. <laughs> From Damn. nine, nine and a half to ten, I got you covered. <laughs> yeah, I spent about a thousand bucks. Yeah, I made about a hundred bucks off of it. That's profit, so that, baby. That's a hundred dollars. I'm richer, baby. <laughs> hey, profit is profit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, well, let's 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 get into the games a little bit. So since we last talked, um, what the the Jazz and the Clippers? That was the first game. Clippers beat the yep. Jazz. Game six. No Kawhi. He's out indefinitely with an ACL. Um, but playoff P, baby. He's a real person. He's not a myth. He's not a he's not a cryptid. He's a real uh, he's a real life human being. We've heard about playoff P. We need to talk about playoff T. It's yeah. Terrence Man, though. Yeah, it's playoff man, man, man baby. That's the guy, man. Playoff T. Play man, dude. <laughs> Look, we were all impressed with one poster on Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. But my man, Terrence Man, got a second poster. <laughs> two. That's two posters on that man. That's good. You but know, yeah, my, Terrence, he my showed fa- up. My favorite meme right now is. Uh, Rudy Gobert holding the defensive player of the year trophy and it has like the chain checker. Like if it's real gold and it says it's fake. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, they got, look, the jazz got exposed again with by a small ball lineup. I I can't remember who tweeted it, but it was basically the last seven years, pretty much every year. Quinn Snyder's been coached, uh, They've lost in the playoffs when the team they've been playing against has switched to a small ball lineup. And, like, you can say as much as you want about Rudy Gobert. Like, yeah, he should be partly responsible as a defensive player of the year. What, three-time defensive player of the year at this point? Yep. Um, Is he three-time already? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Damn, good for him. Yeah, I mean, he's – That's awesome. He deserves it. He's a great dude in the paint. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, I think so. 
Maybe like not first three, ballot, well, unless yeah. he gets a ring. If but. you get three Hall of three defensive player, that's sorry, that's derail. But yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I, he'll be a Hall of Famer for sure. I, I don't doubt that. But I, I, they don't look. They they have one style of defense, and that's all I can they can do. But yeah. when that team switches to small ball and it goes all perimeter, they have a really hard time. And you got to <coughs> put some responsibility on the coach. You got to put some responsibility on the GM as well for the not setting up the team for success in the playoffs and in the playoffs, you got to have the ability to play zone and you got to have the ability to play man and drop defense. And they just don't have that ability. Yep. Totally. I think sticking to just that like old school lineup of just having a center is the downfall of a lot of teams like adaptability. Adaptability is the, the main key is, you know, yeah, you, you can play with like a traditional center when it's working. But once mm-hmm. buckets are not falling for you and it's falling for the other team, yeah, of course, you got to be flexible. And Quinn Snyder kind of stuck to his guns and just lost it. I mean, I would would have loved to have Jingles out there teaching. Uh, yeah, I wonder if the move going forward, because this is so opposite what I've said in the past, but like just using your center as like a, almost like a G League player, just get the biggest fucking rim protector you can get from the G League and just stick them out there as protecting the rim and use your money for your big stars on other positions. Cause I wonder like they're maxing it. Are they, is, is Rudy on max right now? Yeah. He's maxed out. Yeah. You know, like I wonder if maxing out on a center is really that good of a smart move. Like just get some big ass dude who can block a little bit and put your money in a really sm- good guard who can shoot. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in theory, like I'm with you there, but there's so many good finishers at the rim in this league that you yeah, totally. need you need someone at least in the in the regular season just as elite that can de- like yeah, defend totally. the paint otherwise you'll probably just fall fall way way below where you need to be but but i don't know like yeah in the playoffs maybe i don't know man it's tough there's so much talent in the league i don't have the answer that's why i'm not yeah. a gm i think the main thing here is rudy gobert not being able to also adapt it to the situation like, yeah, you're going to get picked on. And if you want to stay on the floor and if the coach is trusting you to stay out on the floor, you got to adapt to the situation. Yeah. Like, centers are shooting now. Centers are more agile. Like, if you look at, you know, Cat or Embiid, um, even Brooke Lopez, they can shoot and also kind of defend in the perimeter just enough for a help defense to pick up their guy and then retreat back to the basket. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Rudy Gobert seems like the type of guy that just wants to chill down down the bucket. So, Well, one thing I'll say about that is if you had a wing that was a little bit bigger on Utah, then that could be a backup rim protector for when Rudy Gobert needs to go out to the perimeter to cover it. But right now, if he goes out to the perimeter, who the fuck is going to protect the rim? You know, like they don't have anyone remotely like that. Like if you had a forward that – wasn't as big, but could step up if Rudy had to get on the perimeter. That that could fix a lot of those things. It, it I, I think in that scenario, you know, it's a lot of switching. You mm-hmm. know, you're gonna have a help defense defense coming in to pick up the guy as Rudy retreats back to an open man, back to the ba- basket. That's how that's how I run my place on 2K. So, <laughs> and that's we almost real beat 99s. Life. We almost beat 99s too. We almost beat 99s, but we <laughs> we play zone. So come at us. Fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh, I, that's 
kind of the issue with the Jazz is that they're a very good regular season team. In fact, the best regular season team this year. Literally the best. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the best. But like when it comes to, to the playoffs, like they just don't have the personnel to adjust in a seven game series. Like uh, they had no problem in the first round. That's fine. They were playing. Who did they play? Uh, Memphis. Yeah, they played Memphis. Like, they had a little even, bit of trouble. They had a little, they had bit, a little of bit of trouble. Yeah. But it's still a young, scrappy team that's kind of learning their way in the NBA. But when they play like a seasoned team in a seven-game series with a coach that's willing to make adjustments, that's where they run into issues. You know, they don't have they don't have the players where they can play switch defense, and they don't have a coach that's going to switch up like their lineups. And that's a really big deal when it comes to a seven game series. Like it's a chess match. Like, okay, this lineup didn't work. Now you gotta, you gotta take the risk, but you gotta try something else because you think these pieces match up better against these pieces. And I don't think Quinn Snyder's the coach to kind of roll the die like that. He's similar to bud where he has his way and he's going to stick with it because he's had some minor success, but he's not willing to take the risks to, to get that larger sense of success. What this shows to me, like uh, this could be totally wrong, but my thought is to be a good regular season team, you got to be the best basketball team there is, you know, but to Mm -hmm. be successful in the playoffs, it still seems like it's best player on the floor is the team that's going to win, you know, like Paul George or even Terrence Mann, you know, they stepped (laughs) up Donovan Mitchell. He's had those moments too, but regardless how good Utah clicks together, if there isn't one person who just fucking is like, I'm calling game. This is my shit. You know, like in the playoffs, that's what you need. Yeah. It's a confidence thing. I think at that point, like Terrence Mann has no business thinking he should do that, Totally, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was so confident and like, or confident. Day. Yeah. Like, and he showed it. So, um, I was going to say something, but I totally forgot the take because I was enamored by Terrence Mann talk right now. <laughs> God, there's one part where uh, he had got passed open to an open three. And before he shot it, the whole stadium erupted, like stoked. Like they knew he made it and like he made it like it was just like you're owning it. You know, it was just like that moment where it's like you were you've worked your whole life for this shit and you're fucking killing that big moment. You know, like it was hard not to be stoked for someone like that you know absolutely yeah abs. yeah oh i was gonna say uh the playoff is a different you know scenario the longer you play against the team the more they get to know you better yeah. so it gets tougher and it's just adjustments around there but yeah terrence man like what was his score last game like four points 39 no mm-hmm. yeah but uh but like last game as in oh shit like nine points or something yeah exactly like very very little nine points um <laughs> Yeah, he, he the the crowd was not on his side for that one, that's for sure. <laughs> but but yeah, you just gotta get in the zone, black out, I guess. Yeah. You'll you'll get a fluke like that every once in a while. It reminded me of uh when the magic made those trades with Vucevic and Tyler. You were texting, we were, we were just like, damn, dude, they're playing against Denver pretty good. This is awesome. They still lost, but like <laughs> it was because no teams had any tape on the magic. And then right when they fucking saw any game as a reference point, it's like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> you know, like, oh that's how you gotta play oh this is basketball <laughs> shit like yeah like no one knew what to expect from terrence man they fucking are guarding the shit out of him the game after he drops 39 for sure <laughs> oh yeah well before we move on to the 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 nets and the bucks game seven um one question for y'all regarding the jazz this is 
the third or fourth playoff series in a row, losing with Donovan Mitchell. Um, not his fault. He's showed up in every playoff series. I think he has this crazy ass stat line where he has like 28 points per game averaged in the stat or in the playoffs, which he's up there with like LeBron, Kobe, and somebody else wild. Uh, one of the best playoff players right now, stat wise. Um, but where do you, where do you see the jazz going after this? It kind of feels like this is a year of, of change where everybody's kind of done the same thing for the last three years and, nobody has been successful where they thought they were going to be successful. So it kind of seems like a lot of people are going to be making changes. Um, I'll start with you, Ralph. What changes do you foresee the jazz making after this second round uh, exit? Um, a, a more reliable other people on the bench, you know, you have Joe Ingles and you have Clarkson. Mm-hmm. But other than that, who else is on their bench? You know, like, I think their, like, starting five is pretty solid. Um, it, it's just, like, that hole, that hole that we're talking about where Gobert kind of just gets left in an island, kind of just needs to be filled. And, you know, as a defensive player of the year times three, he has proven his worth to stay with the team. It's just situations like this where they get exposed is a really bad look for him. I wouldn't blow it up. I would just add more to it. Who's in the starting five right now for the Jazz? We got uh, Mitchell, Gobert. Is Ingles starting five? No. no, no. Wow. Okay. Royce O'Neal. O'Neal. Conley. And then who else we got for the fifth? Do you guys know? Gobert. It's Conley's in the five. I thought he was six. No, no, that's no, Clarkson. That's Clarkson. Yeah, Conley's starting point guard. O'Neal, um, Conley, um, Donovan Mitchell. Is it Bogdan? Boyan. Boyan. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then okay, uh, maybe O'Neal. O'Neal's the one. I don't know how he's been doing, but he's a name that I would think maybe you could switch that up. But I kind of see the Jazz, the Nuggets, and the Blazers all in these similar positions where they're really good teams, but. It just hasn't clicked yet, and what do you do? Do you just run it back? you got to make some changes. I don't know what the move is besides maybe strengthen your core. Um, I look at the Jazz, and I think that the Nuggets are pretty similar to them as a team, um, but all their pieces are a lot better on the Nuggets, you know? Donovan Mitchell might be the one player, though, that's, that's fucking next level, you know? So maybe mold your game as much as you can around Donovan Mitchell, but they're already doing that, you know. I, I don't really know what what else to do. Yeah, I feel um, that. Coach. Yeah, for one. Yeah, I think, honestly, yeah. For me, I think yeah, you fire Quinn Snyder. Yeah. And then I think you know, as tough as it would be to do this, but Donovan Mitchell, you find another LeBron style player to pair with him because he's a mini Dwayne Wade. His game is inspired by Dwayne Wade. He wants yeah. to be Dwayne Wade. You got Dwayne Wade as your owner. Coaching yep. you on the sideline, yep. cool. you find you find a player who is a similar game to LeBron's game, and you get him in there with Dwayne Wade. I don't know who that is at this point, but if you can find another All Star, yeah, honestly, if you put Luca with with him, that'd be Crazy. nuts. Yeah, that's that's three rings right there, mm-hmm. most likely. I mean, their games that complement each other. I, I don't know. You got to find another like All Star scorer to play with with Donovan Mitchell in Utah if you want to keep him around. Yeah. Like oh, I agree. Gobert's a great defender, but you can't 
count on him being the second scorer. You can't count on Clarkson coming off the bench to be Lou Will, your second scorer. You can't like Bogdanovich as good as he is, like can't be your reliable second scorer. And Conley's great as it is, but he's similar to like a Kemba Walker where like he's really like bad days. Yeah, good days they got bad days and you know they're not as good as their contracts say they are. So I don't know. That's that's what I think. I think you got to get another like all star score to to join that. Paul George would probably be good. I was about to say the same team. thing. I was about to yeah. say the same thing. That would be an interesting Carmelo theory. too. Carmelo on the Blazers, like he'd be a good fit. Yeah, Just I could see it. Mid range kind of uh, big bodied scorer. Mm-hmm. I think what they need is another playmaker. I mean, yeah, I think right. like another playmaker on any team would make the team better, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, let, let's toss LeBron in there, uh, Dame, <laughs> and also Steph. Uh, Maybe th- get Clay in there. Clay <laughs> would be good. Guys, this is the most basic-ass basketball shit. You know what would make this team better? Let's, yeah. let's put LeBron <laughs> put, in there. Yeah, Giannis. Let's put KD. Yeah, KD. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Actually, this might be a reality, though. Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, actually, that's that would good. Be that's nice. good though. Anybody would be. Yeah. Did he even play at all? Oh, he didn't play at all in the playoffs, did he? No, he's still recovering from that ACL tear. Dude, yeah. he has the uh, you know that ability to create plays for others and also score himself. And uh, and he's a good defender too. Like he would actually fit that Jazz lineup really, really well. Sign and trade Conley for fucking. Uh, Dinwiddie, you put yep. Conley as your sixth man on the Nets. Whew. That should be scary. That'd be so good. Yeah. It will benefit both teams, to be honest. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, baby. Uh, let's 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 do it. This is the jock bomb. You heard you've heard of the Woj bomb. This is the jock bomb, baby. Jock strap. Jock bomb. This is the jock strap. You're in the jock zone. You're in the strap zone, baby. Strap zone. Uh, That's a good one. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next. We got Game Seven, Bucks game versus seven. Nets. Oh fuck, that was probably one of the best games of the playoffs, in my opinion. You know, Katie, heartbreaker. Katie hits that fucking gorgeous two board, so close to a three, sends it to overtime, uh, and probably one of the ugliest overtimes of all time. I, I think there's like. It was like six points scored between both teams in five minutes. It was, I mean, some in the mud style basketball, but uh, the Bucks pulled it off. They pulled up the upset. Moving on, uh, they do deserve it. Coach Bud coached for his life there. I want to be honest; I, they don't deserve it, but that's Ooh. that's fair. They do not deserve that shit. Like this is the first one that I felt kind of weird about. In my opinion, as far as like injuries affecting a team and like moving on to the next round with Jamal Murray going down, it kind of was like, okay, like the the Nuggets took a huge loss, but that's what it is. This was just two all stars down. It felt like the Warriors when the Raptors won, you know, Um, and like. I'm cool with it, you know, like I want the Bucks to do good, but I didn't feel like this was fair. And I think if I'm being honest, if Buck fans ever kind of like hold that shit over, you know, I'd be like, dog, nah. you guys got away. Like, that's not how this went down. Like, you did not win that shit straight up. That's just the way I feel about that one, you know, and I like the Bucks. I like Giannis. I'm stoked for him. But 
So what you're saying is that Raptors fan has no say about their championship win against. No, that I think it was. I would be on that. I would be on that with you. No, I know you as a Warrior fan, but (laughs) (laughs) but but you know what I mean. The Warriors were the better team, and they would have fucked them up if they were fully non-injured. But that's also basketball. So this was the first time in these playoffs where. Even with LeBron and AD, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like the fucking Lakers. So maybe I just didn't care. But this one was just kind of like, ah, man, like I wanted to see them full strength. I wanted to to see a fair battle. And it kind of felt like I never saw that as a fan. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think the stat line is that the big three played maybe just less than five minutes together in the whole playoff series because of injuries. So it might have even just been like a minute of on-court time because there was that game where Kyrie uh, Harden and KD started and then Harden got hurt within 40 seconds and then was out the rest of the game with that hamstring. So, okay. So less than a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. It it never really was full strength from, from the nets. I think if it was, it probably would have been over in like four. It would have been probably a sweep, you know, or a five game thing, you know, and I, I'm stoked the Bucks are moving on, but it just doesn't feel genuine, you know, and that that's all. And also like the Nets, it's bullshit. I'm not a fan of super teams, but they put their whole franchise's structure around those big three. Like even Lamar, LaMarcus Aldridge, like mm-hmm. I don't really know the ins of out, but like it, when he retired, did they get any of that salary cap back? Do you guys know? Or was was he just kind of like a wasted asset in some well, sense you know is that what, fucked up to say of a player that's a person <laughs> you know what they could have they could have done is that they could have applied for like uh I, I can't remember what the term is but you can apply for this like injured player uh, thing right? yeah this injured player thing where like you get a certain amount of extra cap space up to a certain dollar amount but it was pretty late in the season and i don't think there was anybody available that would have been worth it totally like, um so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how it works contract-wise, whether they'll owe him the rest of the contract or if him retiring early just nullifies the rest of it. But they could have applied for, like, an injured player, like... Loan. Loan <laughs> well, or, or whatever whatever it's called. They could have done something with it, but totally. there probably was nobody in the market that was worth doing that for. So. Well, what just sucks is, like, that player would have directly impacted guarding Giannis the entire series. And, like, that is a strategy that the Nets had figured out earlier in the season, but mm-hmm. outside of any conditions that they planned for, or even LaMarcus Aldrich planned for, like that obviously didn't happen, you know, and then injuries come into play, but they just have so much money tied in their big players that missing one all-star makes their team almost like not a fucking team, you know, like they drop down rings, like same with the Warriors, you know, if Clay's gone, like, you're totally a different team. There's not many teams that have players that when that player is gone, it's like night and day different teams. So, I mean, I don't know the same with, you know, uh, uh, it's just like the chemistry once like someone's missing. I mean, like Jordan would never win rings without Pippen, you know? Mm -hmm. So like when Pippen was out, you know, Jordan didn't perform as well as he should have. But I think the only person that really, carried his team's weight like consistently was Kobe. Ooh, yeah. Like, I, I feel like he was like the only one that's like, all right, someone's down or you know, they're out for the season, blah blah blah. I'm gonna step it up. But 
Well, I don't even think I don't think Kobe really thought about even having teammates. I mean, there's that classic, <laughs> classic quote that's like, "There's no I in team," yeah, yeah. but he says like, "Yeah, but there's a me in that motherfucker." Now pass me the ball, like, yeah, that's that, like it was for him. It was Kobe, and then he's got some dudes on the court with him. Like, Absolutely. if he gets himself in a predicament, okay, he'll pass the ball then. But it's it's him against five other dudes, and that's definitely a one of a kind kind of kind of mentality there I, I didn't mean to derail this but um also uh i think the only player that kobe ever trusted was pal gasol mm-hmm. that's 100%. it i think that was that was the only player he even hated Shaq. he didn't trust Shaq. but with pal he's like yeah this guy is gonna win me championships and he did um but yeah that's back awesome. to uh back to the nets i they were tired um you could tell like I mean, even Draymond tweeted it. It's just like, you know, like they're tired. Yeah. Um, they, they, he could have definitely won it if he wasn't as tired and he had more focus. Um, You're totally right. Totally right. He was smaller feet. Smaller <laughs> feet. You know, maybe he should just wore a size down that game. Totally. Um, but yeah, they, they, they should have won it from that shot. But yeah, I stepped on the line. So. Totally. He definitely stepped on it too. Like, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it is clear as day. I mean, it's similar. It's honestly similar to that like game five performance from like Dame, where he, you know, he went off two overtimes, forced it twice, carried that team on their back. And then, yeah. you know, game six, he was gas. It's the same yeah. thing for, for KD. He put that team on his back, won, won that game six, right? Or was it game four? I don't know. Either five. way. Game five, that's right. He had that crazy game five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Game six, he's a little little less, but still had that same amount of workload. Had to come back and do a game seven. And yep. he scored 48 still, but it just wasn't enough. I mean, Luke Harden was injured, playing injured. Uh, it, it, it's tough, but. You know what's fucked up, though? Why did the refs start, started, like, looking at feet because remember when katie was out of bounds against the rockets like <laughs> three years yeah. ago yeah. didn't count that shit like why now like you know five feet he, out he was of outside that was, yeah. that's truly crazy <laughs> truly crazy oh, no oh and that's before they had the review too like. yeah i'm like dude that's that's fucking nuts um yeah you know this ref had some money wrapped up in that game for oh, yeah. sure absolutely so yeah, that's I. I want to say the Nets won that game. It was just CGI'd, so it looks like he stepped on the line. They fixed it in post, man. They fixed yeah, it in post. Yep, they couldn't fix it in pre, so they have to fix it in post. <laughs> uh, Bucks deserve it. They 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 did what they had to do to win that, and I think I'm excited for them to move forward. I'm not even trying to be a hater on the Bucks. It's just hate, my hate, feeling. Hate. No, it's just my feeling as no, a fan. You know, as I feel like I just didn't watch the full experience. You know. Every other series, even with Paul George moving moving out with if Kawhi, like I still feel like the Clippers are a good enough team to where it's going to be competitive. The Nets, I, I don't know. It just felt like I was robbed of watching some really good basketball. No, it, no, you got a really good point there. I mean, like everybody kind of had this series circled on their potential calendars. Like when it push came to shove, you wanted to see Bucks versus Nets, two of the best teams in the East, probably yeah. most likely two of the teams that would come out of the East wanted to see them play each other and it, it does suck that the, we were robbed of like a full strength match up there because like kd uh verse or kd Kyrie, and harden versus Giannis, like that sounds like a great 
it would have been brutal. It would have been brutal, but it would have been so fun to watch. Yeah, it would have been fun to watch. Um, It sucks. Injuries suck. Part of the part of the game, but they're never fun. But you know, as a result, we got uh, we got the Bucks moving on. I'm stoked for them, though. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I like Giannis. I think he deserves a shot at a championship. I like that he has that kind of loyal mentality, and he wants to win win in Milwaukee. So it's cool for small markets. Mm -hmm. I think. Two of my favorite parts of that of that game, though, were uh, or maybe just one part of that game was uh, PJ Tucker and Katie's mom. <laughs> like she's yelling at him, like this, like this ain't football, this is basketball. And then you know he looks at her and says, "I love you." She pulls down her mask and she says, "I love you too." <laughs> and puts her mask back on. She's like, the real MVP, dude. Yeah, yeah. Was, she's the real MVP. I sick. thought that was sick. Like the 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 Katie like uh, versus PJ Tucker matchup has been really fun because they are like best friends like outside of the court. So to see those two go at it and like everyone's like, oh yeah, PJ Tucker's on his ass, but like they're just having fun out there. I mean, totally. Like, that is awesome. Imagine you and your best friend battling on the on the biggest stage and like. Yeah. At the end of the day, you get to like shoot each other test. Like, yeah, that was fucking cool as hell, right? Like, and that's probably what was happening yeah. between those two. Totally. It'll be humiliating to my, for my friends because you know I'll dominate them. But yeah, you'd be PJ Tucker, right? Getting yeah, forty-eight yeah, dropped dude. on you, but still get the win. Exactly. That's me. And at the end of the Jazz game against Clippers, uh, they kept panning on Donovan Mitchell, like handshaking everyone after he lost. That's gonna be fucking hard, you know, to have to like lose a series and just like have the camera on you and be like yeah thanks you know and have paul george be like you're the best like next year's your year and just thinking deep down like motherfucker well, dude i should have beat you it's it's better to have that than like you know just walking off the court you know i i respect donovan mitchell because totally all, all eyes on him you know he totally carried that team and yeah but um but yeah, sometimes you know we we tough. focus on the losers. Just like when LeBron lost that <laughs> NBA fucking championship against the Warriors, he just like dapped Steph and just walked off. Well, but he bounced he, after losing in the first round. He didn't even like say he didn't dap up anybody. He just walked out. He's like, I'm out of here. And uh, but yeah, it's That's a good point. That's know, a good losers, point. dude. Yeah. Fucking losers. Um, <laughs> I, I think James Harden did the same thing for this series, right? He just walked off. Um, I keep I keep want to saying like I want to say like stage, but he walked off the court. Uh, he just walked off stage right. He was just out of there. Man, um, he, he had to get his smoothie and he had to get in his car to get to the club. Yes, sir. Um, no, I think he definitely had a Telecaster side stage that he was waiting to break if they lost the game. He just oh yeah, smashed it right in the locker room. <laughs> Coach uh, Nick Nurse was just like holding it for him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the real. Uh, unsung hero for that game was brooke lopez with that block on kd mm-hmm. that's when they felt like okay they have a chance they got it did you know that brooke lopez is the all-time scoring leader for the brooklyn nets oh that's even really for the better, brooklyn nets? Dude. for the brooklyn nets yeah he played for them for a long time and after wow. after they won he slapped center court he slapped the logo he pulled a Kyrie. Wow. Like, not step on it, though. Not, like, wipe Yeah, well, it was more of, like, you know when you play Smash Bros and you do uh, down B with uh-huh. Donkey Kong? Oh, yes. dude. It was like yeah. this. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of a, that kind of move. 
Nice, nice. Which is pretty cool. He downbeat the Brooklyn uh, Nets uh, <laughs> center stage, which was pretty sick. So good for him. All right, moving. Let's let's move on to the uh, the two games today. Um, we had Western Conference Finals. Nets or not Nets? They're in the East. We had Suns <laughs> versus uh, Clippers, and then we had Game Seven uh, Hawks versus uh, Sixers. Let's start. With the less interesting game, in my opinion, Suns versus Clippers. Yeah. Uh, no, no CP3. He's still uh, dealing with a positive COVID test, apparently. And then uh, no Kawhi either. He's projected to be out the first two games. Uh, Suns were pretty much in control the whole game. I think that at the beginning there's a little back and forth, but uh, Suns pulled it out at home. I think it's going to be a really fun series. I think it's probably going to go the distance. Uh, and I think it's all going to come down to home court advantage, in my opinion. Yeah, I was driving when this game was happening, so I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, all I saw was Devin Booker, Point Booker, was cooking. Yeah, triple-double, baby. Triple-double. Tri- um, his first ever in a uh, nice win in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, the the Suns, they're, they're promising. They're scary. They're like... They're in that threshold of like we don't want to meet you, but also we want to because you guys are young, like mm-hmm. that that type of like energy, and it, it's scary because it's unpredictable. It is scary, yeah. But they kind of proved it today that they can finish, you know, games. Um, at the end of the day, so yeah, I'm pretty excited for them. Um, my money's on them to win everything, so this this penny is on them right now. So. Ooh. Interesting. Big stake. Greg, you watch uh, any of the, the Suns game? No, I didn't watch any of that game. But I do think whoever uh I think either Clippers or the Suns are gonna win the win the chip, win the cup. So I think this this series is is it. That in my opinion. The Bucks I think are gonna do good, but I think they're gonna fall short. And then the Hawks. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see them doing it. But that's a sleeper team. That's a really good sleeper team for this one. Um what I liked about the Suns was I saw that they were printing T-shirts outside the stadium with the Suns and Four guy. Oh, nice! Uh, they just had his face and then Four, and then also this motherfucker was—he uh, had a line of people I look like on Instagram at the game taking photos with him. Dude, oh, he's a—he's yeah. a, he's a Phoenix legend. At this he's point. a legend now, you know, just from whooping some fucking ass. He's now a fucking uh, legend. self-defending himself. That's true. My bad. Sorry. But he still whoops a mass. Dude, yeah, did, you, did y'all see? There's, there's some. Uh, the guy who got his ass kicked had some like explanation video. Like he did some interview with some like fucking TikTok guy, and like he's like, "Well, he didn't actually beat me up, man. I was just bleeding because he scratched my face." He <laughs> no, he did not. Hand. No, yeah, he dude, did not. it's like it, it's the most embarrassing thing. It's like, bro, you just got wow. your ass kicked, and your team lost in he four. He scratched me. <laughs> yeah he's like oh yeah he like he was like well you know when like have you ever been in a fight man if you get punched in the nose man you got two black guys do you see two black guys man no he just scratched me in the nose that's it like what a fucking dork man you got your ass kicked and then the prophet let you know how the series was gonna go dork <laughs> the prophet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Suns got this series, man, but I'm kind of a Clippers fan right now for some reason. I'm not too sure why. So I like either of these teams. Um, 
But Suns are just clicking. What Ralph said about them being young and them being confident, I think that's the scariest thing is like uh, you can have some really good uh, strategies going into playing a team, but if it's just a young, confident, well, well-oiled machine team, not a whole lot you can do. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm cheering for the Suns. I think I like the the youngness. I like Booker. I like CP3. I think it deserves a ring. I think they yeah. got a good I think they got a good balance of like having a couple like seasoned vets like CP3 and Jay Crowder, like dudes that have been there and have clawed their way through the playoffs. Uh, like Jay Crowder last year was in the championship. Uh they have some dudes that know what it's like to get there and fall short. So they know what they need to do to get to the next level. And then you've got a bunch of hungry young dudes that are also just really good at their positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's the perfect combination that you need for a championship run. I think Suns and six. Yeah, I'm calling totally. it. Uh, nice. Nice. I it's like good, it. prediction. good prediction. I, I think Suns and uh, four. Suns and four. Go Suns and four. I mean, I could see it too, honestly, with the way that they've been playing. Why not? I mean, Kawhi's out for the first two games at least. Like, and this is a dude that really respects his body. And if he mm-hmm. needs to be out, longer he'll sacrifice the championship run for it like why not Absolutely. it's he, to- he totally will of all people he, he definitely will mm-hmm. so he'll fuck over the fuck over the whole organization for himself <laughs> for that one you know what and you know good for him man. i mean it, his yeah, body's a temple true. dude his body's these, a temple. these dudes do put their body on the line every single night and yeah they get paid really well but we're talking about a team that's worth billions and that's a good point. Yeah, he, and he's good. he's taking a very small fraction of it. So fuck it. Yeah, if he needs to stay out for the series, whatever, man. Get your bag. Longevity is the key there. Um, so if Kawhi's out, you know, more than two games, season season done for the Clippers. But I think the best part about their win uh, today is the there's a theory that Chris Paul was texting his brother, and his brother was yelling out coaching advice. Uh, to the team because oh, he can't be in the stadium because of the, the health and safety protocols. Yeah. So obviously he's watching the game, texting his brother. His brother is like courtside yelling advice, coaching advice. Jake Crowder speculated that uh, CP3 was texting his brother for coaching advice. Why Jay does, Crowder? Why, oh, wouldn't he know that? Why would he just like text the assistant coaches? Yeah. Like, why does it have to be his brother? Like, yeah, people yeah, just yeah. have like, more like, like, reach in the pocket. Yeah, but maybe they're not able. To, maybe they're not able to get like outside texts like during games. Maybe well, there's maybe some the, sort of rule that we don't know about. What if that the would brother's sense? just yelling to the assistant coach like a game <laughs> of telephone, and it's like a different like play at the end of it? <laughs> he said, "No." CP3 said, "Don't sub out Bridges." And then his brother said, sub in, sub out Bridges. And then the guy subs him out. Yeah. And then he's I, like, subway to Bridges to the assistant <laughs> coach. And the assistant Chris coach Paul. yelled on the guys, like, get some sandwiches. Yeah, we're getting everyone. Subway after the game. Team dinner at Subway. God. On C- CP3's bill. It's like, oh, damn, autocorrect. <laughs> Shit. They didn't want it on my bill. I meant your bill. He said, I'm sponsored by Jimmy John's. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, so, no. Sons and four. Whatever. Okay. Okay, <laughs> six. I'm going with you, Tyler. Sons and six. Sons and six. Yeah, I think that's realistic. The guy says sons and six as he's beating up a Clippers fan. 
<laughs> like, there was you guys another fight that was happening with Eclipse and a, yeah. a Suns fan. And they were and the Suns fans were yelling Suns and four. They've got a battle cry. I mean, it's game over. The Suns are gonna get the chip at this point. So note to everyone, don't start fights with Suns fans because it happens. Yep. The profit will let you know how the championship is gonna go. I saw three Suns things in the last two days on the streets. So it's definitely taken over, which is pretty cool. It is cool. Good for them. Hit up Tristan and see if he believes in the the profit. Oh, he, he believes. knows the guy. He yeah. believes. Yeah, I don't know if he knows. I think he wants to get back on so he can fucking roast our asses. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, he can't roast me, man. I wasn't on that app. Yeah. None of us were hating, but you know it'd be so sick. I think all of us would agree to this. If you went on a podcast and it was just like, oh, you guys are okay, then you come back and come to win the chip, I'd come back and be like, sup, motherfucker? Let's do this again. I'd be so hyped, dude. I would be fucking cloud nine. Yeah, I mean, you guys are lucky the Blazers didn't win. Like, can you imagine how annoying I'd be? <laughs> God damn it, dude. I would have blocked your text, dude, if it was 2021 champs. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast would have been over. You couldn't hear me. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's move on to a little more of an exciting game. we got the Sixers versus the Hawks, baby. The villain, the, the balding villain. Whoa, 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 whoa. L- let me just comment on his hair. It looked thick tonight. Yeah, I don't know head, if he had some head and shoulders in there. Yeah, or something. I, I don't know what he's doing, but I don't see a bald spot anymore. Hit the Rogaine going. Probably hit up LeBron's guy, you know. He's got that money now. He's got that Adidas money. Ooh. All right, go on. Sorry. Uh, okay. Well, it was Sixers first. Uh, Hawks game seven in Philly. Sixers fall short to uh, to to dishonorable Trey Young, baby. <laughs> And and the redheaded hero, big balls herder. Let's go, <laughs> Kev, my man. Big balls, Kevin. Twenty-seven points, baby. Damn. Yup. He he put them to sleep. Yeah. That's awesome. He went. He went. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> he went. Like on his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with. Every time they, they close out a series, the finger, the shush finger just gets higher and higher and higher up their face. And then once they win the championship, it just sticks up their butt. Yep. Now yes, we're sir. talking. Dude, some thing I saw on Instagram, it was a scary movie, like a clip, but apparently it's like this cop uh, is wearing a hat, and every time they cut to the passenger, the cop's hat gets bigger. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen it, but I saw the Instagram thing. I was like, "This is funny. This is comedy gold right there." <laughs> but same thing with the finger. Yeah. <laughs> look, this the Sixers just they didn't look together. I mean, this they blew what three games in a row, typical mm. Doc Rivers fashion. Uh, they just didn't look like they had the confidence this game. There was like a point uh, towards the end where Ben Simmons had a wide open dunk, gives the ball up. Uh, I forget to who for a layup. They get the th- um, free throw. Tybal, I think. Yeah, Tybal. Yeah, dish it to Tybal. Tybal gets the foul. He only makes one free throw. Uh, I just want to read this quote because I, I do feel like that was a pivotal moment in that, that game was, too. That definitely uh, was. So this is a quote from uh, from Joel Embiid. Well, uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I thought the turning point was when, I don't know how to say it, but I thought the turning point was just we had an open shot. 
we made one free throw and we missed the other. And then they came down and scored. Uh, that he pretty much calling out Ben Simmons there. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think the process is over mm. in the Sixers. I think they peaked. I think yep. it's similar to the Blazers. I think it's similar to the Jazz. It's even maybe similar to the Nuggets. Like, I think a lot of these teams that have been building for the last, you know, five years. Um, granted, I, I think Bob brought this up first on this podcast, you know, running into the Warriors and, you know, that stunted a lot of growth for a lot of teams. But I think all these teams that were kind of building have hit their peak. And this season was kind of the apex for a lot. And I think this is the peak of the process here. Uh, one thing I'd like to say to that then is fucking shout out executive director of the magic for getting out of that rat race early, because I agree. And I think a lot of those teams that are building a team like the magic had no chance against any of those teams. And they're all on that same trajectory. I think younger teams are where, the future is going to be as far as like teams that win the championship are, you know? Um, Cause there's so many good teams that are competing for those teams that are like five, six years into the rebuild. But I think the 76ers are also a little better than all those other teams. Like mm-hmm. not in a bad way, like not being, I, I just think Embiid is really good. I don't think they're done yet. I think there are some things they can still do to make that become a championship team. I just think Ben Simmons might be his time might be done. Yeah, I think Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons or, or Tobias is probably out of there. Yeah, it it seems like this trend of just blowing it up and starting over um just happened recently with like the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um and everyone's just following suit before it's too late. Like, there's a lot of teams that are getting blown up. Like, if this was a game of Minesweeper, you know, you'll be fucking, you'll be done within, like, 10 seconds because everyone's blowing up. Like, you know, the Jazz, maybe, Portland, um, even Clippers, uh, Pelicans. Oh, if, they, if they lose, they're blowing up for sure. Yeah, like the Mavs. What, what, what other options do you have, though? Like, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, like what other options do you have? I did like if it was a semi-successful season and you see improvements, you add more player, you add new staff. But you know, at, at this point, since that trend is happening, sometimes it's better just start over clean. You know, like if you have a song that you've been writing for like a year sometimes you just forget about that song and write something new and then that new song is a little bit more successful than the old song you've been working on you know Mm -hmm. so so blow it up um but but this game in particular the the biggest problem i thought was um foul trouble you know and like seth curry was on the bench most of the game um I think who else was uh, Tobias Harris was being used on and off along with Embiid because he's also hurt. Like everyone was in all trouble, including the Hawks players. It's the refs was very, it, it was a wild ass game. It feels like everyone was tackling everyone, everyone like every two seconds, like someone's on the floor. Like it was super physical. It felt like nineties playoff basketball, which was awesome. Absolutely. Like, fun to watch, but, but, but the refs were, calling it like it's nowadays like if they didn't call it like it would have been a lot more fun but yeah 
76ers. That that was a funny tweet that you just mentioned with Ben Simmons or Embiid to Simmons. Totally. That was yeah. rough. Yeah. That's it. I That's mean, it. boom, boom. I feel like the chemistry between like Ben and Joel have has kind of fizzled out mm-hmm. the last couple of years. And I think this is kind of the nail in the coffin for that as a duo in Philly. I think one of them's gone and it's most likely Simmons. One thing I think you brought up, CJ for Ben Simmons. Did you bring mm-hmm. that up? I oh, think yeah, I've been talking about that. Not a bad move. <laughs> I think both teams would benefit from that one the more you think about it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the issue with the Sixers is that a lot of their players are great defensively. I mean, uh, what's his name? Tyrese Maxey, that rookie, great defensive player. He's good. He's Tybal is an amazing defensive player. Obviously, Joel is good. Tobias Harris is a 3 and D guy. Seth is not a bad defender as well but their issue is that they don't have enough consistent scores to get themselves out of foul trouble like tonight right i mean you had seth curry in foul trouble and then tobias and i think maybe joel was in foul trouble at one point like they don't have the scores to kind of make up for that and i think if they had someone like cj who can get his own shot anywhere whenever he wants it would have been a different story and uh, we know we know the fucking issues with the Blazers. They need defense, and and uh, Simmons is one of the best on-ball defenders, and he's big and can defend the paint. So, I mean, that would be a good a good balancing trade that really wouldn't affect anybody unless they met each other in the finals. You know, one thing that I noted from the 76ers though is that I don't know what Seth Curry, how much money he's making right now. Do you guys know what his salary is right now? I don't think it's enough. That dude's gonna yeah, get not enough. He's getting a pay raise. Like that guy is going to jump into that next tier of player in the NBA. So I just think he definitely made himself some more money this series. He did really good. All I want to say is S. Curry is greater than S. Curry. That's for sure. Uh, S. Dot. Well said. S. Dot. Is better better than S. Curry. If you know, you know. (laughs) I don't know. That's what's fucked up. Uh, S. Dot. Seth. Seth. Yeah. (laughs) And, And their third brother, Seth. Seth, that was the funniest tweet. <laughs> it was, it was the, this tweet. I can't remember who it was. If for some reason you're a uh, listener to this podcast, hit us up because I'd love to quote you on this. But it was uh, Dell should have had a third son and name him Seth, like S E P H. <laughs> that would have been really good. That would have been really Curry. good. Uh, yeah, Sixers, they're blowing it up. Big change is coming. Um, Hawks, once again, played the villains. Uh, wow. Trey looked so he just was reveling in beating the Sixers after the game too. They had a shot on him and he was just looking around the crowd, nodding and smiling like the fucking villain he is. Like, look, I love it. I love it. I love it. it. It's so fun to have like an evil dude winning these (laughs) fucking series. It's it's fun. And now he's now they're gonna face the Bucks. Um, before we end here, let's do a little preview on that series. Uh, how do you how do you see this going? Obviously, the the Hawks are big underdogs, but we've seen them win two underdog series in a row. Do they have enough enough villain juice in the tank to take it another villain juice? Yeah, I was telling this year earlier. I think the Bucks are going to have their hands full. Um, I'm I'm going to say Hawks at six in six. Hawks in six. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah j- just because, uh, like, like tonight, like. You know the kid that gets an A plus for a class project and he didn't do anything. That's what Trey Young did tonight. He mm-hmm. missed a ton of shots and just, just scoring from the line. 
and everyone kind of just carried him and to for him to have the gusto to do that at the end of the game i'm just like yeah that that rocks so yeah um everyone steps up when someone's down and yeah i i i want them to win i think it'll be fun yeah and and just to note this is their second series in a row where they've won on the road Mm-hmm. They've won the series on the road. Brutal. Greg, how do, you, how do you see this Eastern Conference Finals going? Um, I want the Hawks to win too, man, but I think the Bucks have got it. I think the Giannis is just a little too big and a little too uh, too much of a, a superstar for whatever that means. You know, like I just – is it Clint Capella? Um, John Collins? Like who's going to really stop Giannis? And like they could – yeah, they can do some defensive stuff, but – I, I just kind of see him pulling that one out, you know. Um, but, man, the Hawks winning would be so fun. Um, yeah, it would be fun. I like that storyline. Uh, I think I think Bucks in seven. I think the Hawks run out of juice, but they take it all the way. I think that uh, Giannis will probably prove to be too good, and they need Middleton and Drew to start hitting some more shots. But I do think there is a good chance for an upset because both Clint and Collins understand taking charges in the paint. And I think it, we were kind of proved last year that that's what you kind of have to do to beat Giannis in the playoffs. That's kind of what Miami did. They built that wall and they said, okay, well, you got to run through us. You can pick up five quick, easy fouls, or you can try to shoot threes Giannis. And I think they'll take those threes from him any day. Maybe he has one game where he hits five threes and they live with it. But I think if they're if they can clog the paint and take those heavy hits from Giannis and get those calls, this could go seven and it could be an upset. I mean, Trey's Trey's not going to have a bad game again. He might have another one, but it's not going to be in a row. He's not going to be cold for seven games. Like I don't know. I think there's a good chance there's an upset, but I do think the Bucks take it in seven. I, I want to say two words. Kevin Herter is their savior. Two words. Yes, sir. It's, uh, My guy. Kevin Herter is is one word. Yeah. Their savior is the second word. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Best ginger in the league. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they're a scrappy team. They can adapt. Uh, John Collins is a better defender than he looks. Uh, Clint Capella understands bigs. It'll be... You know, Miami kind of yeah, totally part. like Miami. So you know, go off of that. Yeah, I'm cheering for the Hawks. It's it, it'll be fun. Uh, I have a theory that uh, Adidas is giving Trey Young extra incentive to take out the teams that could potentially land a superstar in Portland for Dame. They're Adidas person, so that's just sure. A little- that's a little uh i got my tinfoil hat on like usually i'll be like all conspiracy with like oh but who does the nba want to win who has a bigger market but milwaukee and uh atlanta is kind of like yeah awesome both of their teams are just like yeah whatever it's awesome i love it then it's like phoenix and then also like the b team in la like this is a sick final four yep and like somebody, whoever wins the championship, like an all-star on that team is getting their first ring ever, which is oh, really cool. I'm and really like, into it. If anybody from the West wins, it's the first ring for their team. 
if anybody in the East wins at this point, it's their first ring in like it's gonna be so 40 cool. or more years, which is also really sick. So quick question. Uh so, so let's say any of these guys win the championships, right? Like they're mm-hmm. stars. Would they be the best of that team ever? So let let's say Devin Booker wins the the ring. Is he the best Suns ever? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, like you for know, Giannis sure. the best Bucks. No, no. Okay, they have like. I mean, do you think Giannis is better? Kareem, than Kareem? Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. But when was the last time? Have the Bucks won a lot? No, they haven't won since Kareem. And did they win many times with Kareem? They only won once with Kareem, yeah. And then he went to the Lakers right after. So borderline, so, maybe borderline. If he does his whole career there, then yeah, maybe he would be better. What about um, Trey Young? No, isn't there um, the block dude, Elijah Wan? No, he played. No, for he was in Rockets. Yeah, yeah. There's someone on like, Mat- Matumbo. Was Matumbo. he there? Matumbo. But he didn't win with the Hawks. The Hawks won in like the 70s or the 60s. I think. Yeah, yeah I'd say Trey would be the best. Yeah, I'd say that too. And then Paul George, because oh, yeah. if Kawhi comes back before you know and. No, Chris Paul still best Clipper. No, it's it's Paul George team. This is his team. I don't yeah, think it's this Kawhi's is his team. team. Nope, his Paul George team. I'm on the fucking Paul George train, guys. I love it. <laughs> I, Take I it. don't know why, man. My coworker next to me is a big Clipper fan, and then talking to Justin last time, like I love the fucking underdog B team as LA vibes. That's that shit's tight to me, but. I I love Tristan and I love the Phoenix Suns, so that'd be the other team that I'd really want to root for. But man, I don't know. I, it's Paul George's team, and if you can pull it off, I would love to have him like shit on all the people calling him pandemic key like myself all last year. It'd be such yeah. a cool story. He's gonna do be- like a, a Jay and Silent Bob thing where he just arrives at people's like doorsteps and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> I heard you call me pandemic P." or they give him like a commercial where it's just that you know just him kind of calling out everyone (laughs) he's doing a a commercial to encourage people to get their vaccines nice yeah pandemic p here yeah that'd be funny as shit you know like he just like (laughs) like the a court that's super dark spotlight on him he's just missing all his shots and then like a nurse just comes out of nowhere injects him with a vaccine and then he keeps making his shots and it says, you know, CDC requires blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or just, he's just <laughs> he, holding the trophy and has the MVP trophy. It's like, it's Pandemic P here. Like, just that all over his thing. He says, I'm no longer Pandemic P. You can call me Pfizer P. <laughs> playoff Pfizer. Yo, shout out Playoff Pfizer. Let's go, baby. Shout out Vaccines. Yeah, shout out vaccine. Get vaccinated. Yeah, I'm just honestly at this point, I'm just cheering for whoever's going to create a better situation for the Blazers. <laughs> that Everyone, new. that's where I'm at. Love it, man. It's like even if you out. guys, I feel like even if you guys are winning, you're just like, mm, who should I get next year? <laughs> yeah, who can I get? <laughs> hey, always looking forward, baby. Yeah, scheming, I love it. Uh, in order for you to look forward, you got to win first. So. Or you gotta lose enough. <laughs> and I think I think we won enough, and I think we just lost enough. We were in the Look right ahead. of the right middle ground here, baby. It was all part of the big picture for next year. All right, Tyler, what's gonna happen if Dame leaves next year? I'm not. <laughs> I. 
Who? I'm putting another zero. It's Carmelo's team. <laughs> That'd be That's such a good shit, fucking dude. question. <laughs> dude, I will totally fucking heat press on an extra zero to your jersey. If yeah, fucking that, bum, that bum from Oakland or whatever. Uh, no, it's cool. I'll just follow him wherever he goes. I love it, man. I'll move. I'll move with him. I don't think he's gonna go, but it's, nah, you know, it's, it's the dirty. It's the thing that Portland can't talk about right now. No, it hurts too much. <laughs> look, sore subject. Look, there would there there'd be videos of people crying on their Dame jerseys. They wouldn't burn them. They would just be tears. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be it hurts. I don't want to talk about it, man. That's fair. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there, Greg. Okay. I just just you I'll know, just I'll quit the pod. I'll start watching a different sport. Or I'll just talk about a different sport on here. You'll ask me like, oh man, what's gonna happen with the Blazers? It's no Dame, and I'll just say. I don't know, man. I think I think the Seahawks have a really good shot next year. I think Russell Wilson is looking good. He's looking strong. He's got a beautiful family. He can throw the ball really well. The I, Seattle Sounders are looking great. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, my bad. Man. I will switch up my entire personality. <laughs> I like how your your voice got a little bit higher in that impersonation. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. Can't you hear the pain in my voice, brother? <laughs> I, I feel it. I see it. It's like a dark cloud I'm running from every day of my life. <laughs> well, dude, just draft Brawny, get yep. LeBron, and then game over, man. Yep, that's the plan. That's the plan. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, we got a great week of basketball coming up here. Uh, Bucks versus Hawks. I think that starts Tuesday. I think probably Suns, Clippers game two. We got a lot of good stuff here. We're getting we're getting closer to the end of of this chapter of uh, 2021 NBA. Real exciting, Greg. I know you're looking forward to Tuesday. Tuesday. See where, see where your magic land in the lottery. I am too. Oh, you are too. Yeah. So is it is it top four? Keep the the Timberwolves keep, and then you get the rest. Uh, top three. Top three, top three. baby. That's be good, man. So that's gonna be well, a good pick. Looking yeah. looking forward to that. Um, We'll be back Thursday with another another ep Friday your time because you don't live in podcast land, baby. Yeah, we do. We, do. Nice. we we live in an exclusive world. We live in an alternate universe that you're not allowed. It and is we, very tight. We live in the future. You live in the past, baby. Sure, a bunch of dodo heads. <laughs> yeah, dodo heads. <laughs> that's a good one uh as always you can find us on the gram and twitter at secret jocks uh hit us up at uh secretjocks at gmail.com or on spotify and apple uh for the podcast and uh pod latte and pod bean and um sure yeah those are the places you know it uh ralph you got anything you want to plug this week yeah, uh, all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah, shout out Ralph, happy Father's okay, Day. Thank yeah. you. Uh, all, the fa- uh, all the fathers that are trying to make ends meet, um, being being that dude, man. And all the all the people that want to be called fathers as well, sure. If, yeah. you, if you have a pet and you want to be called a father, you're a father. Absolutely, I agree. So, yeah. you know, shout out everyone. Everyone that's dude. trying to make everything happen. So, yeah. You're a, real, you're a real dad, though, Ralph. Shout out you, man. Oh, yep. thank you. I appreciate it, boys. Yeah, fuck yeah. 
Greg, what, what you got for us? Oh, man. Shout out my dad first because it's Father's Day. But second off, I'm trying to play my way through Breath of the Wild for Zelda. And I just Ooh. got the fucking Master Sword. Let's go, so sir. I'm fucking getting there. I've got three of those beasts and I need one more. Then I got to fight Ganondorf. But I told myself I can't buy one of those Pokemon games for Switch until I beat it. So I'm like trying to take my weekends and be like, I just need to fucking progress, man. You so can do it. You can do it. I'm Leaving almost you. there. Got I the have a lot sword. of good Pokemons for you whenever you're ready. I'm ready. I got some trades for you. I'll fire up the, the Pokemon trade machine. Fire up the yeah, trade yeah. machine. Let's yeah. go. I bet yeah. you he has a bunch of CJs. The numbers there. work, man. Numbers work. The numbers work. I've got a couple of CJs. Uh, you can have <laughs> an Eric if you want. <laughs> Uh, what you got, untouchable. Uh, yeah, you know, shout, shout out Ralph. He's <laughs> a you. father to a real child, and he's also a father to this podcast. So, uh, shout out him. Does a lot of Fuck work yeah. behind the scenes. He edits this thing, and he uh, Fuck yeah, dog. he wrote the theme song. Uh, and yeah, he does a lot. So shout out, shout out to Ralph. Thank you, uh, boys. Shout out to all the Fuck all the dads yeah. out there. Zaddies. Uh, shout out to Greg. You're you're a cat dad, I believe. I'm a cat dad. Thank you. Oh, shout out to Greg. He's a father there. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so so shout out shout out to all the the dads. Uh, good for you. This is your day. You'll be listening to this tomorrow, Sun Monday. Take the day too. Take an extra day. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll be back. We'll be back uh, Friday. Your time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Peace. Later.